Eliza Fletcher is a pre-kindergarten teacher and married mother of two who was abducted in Memphis while jogging in the early morning hours of September 2nd. On September 4th, Memphis police announced the arrest of a suspect, Cleotha Abston, who was charged with kidnapping. As it turns out, this is not his first offense for kidnapping. As of this recording, Eliza has still not been found. Everybody and welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. I'm back. Guess who's back? Back again. Yeah. Well, welcome back. I'm glad to have Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. It's so weird to miss the podcast. It's a very strange feeling. I constantly feel like I'm supposed to be somewhere, you know. Yeah. Even when recovering from surgery, it's still like, uh, Right. Somewhere right now. Yeah. Where you were supposed to be is on the couch, but yeah, I, I hear that and I'm glad to be back. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I am very glad to be back. And thank you so much for all your hard work and Scott's hard work and Kelly for covering for me last week. Uh, lots of great stuff happened, I saw, and I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime. Yeah. But let's not do this again. Uh, no, I, I think. Um, I'm done with cancer. Thank you very much. Good thing you and only I, have one uterus. It's over. Yeah. One uterus. <laughs> that sucker's gone. No more. Yeah. No more bullshit from this That's uterus. right. That is for sure. Indeed. Well, good. Well, this is our Monday episode. And of course, we're covering Eliza Fletcher because that is the case kind of sweeping the nation right now. We've been tracking it for days, and I can honestly say I'm glad that we waited to record until right now because so much has happened so fast. It's been hard to stay up on. It's been wild. Um, And in fact, we waited clear until Monday morning to record because we wondered if they would have found her by now. They haven't, but there's still a lot to talk about. But before mm-hmm. we get there, of course, we have a few segments for you. So, Christy, you're going to kick us off with some MMIW cases. Yes, I am. Now, we know and you know that any missing persons case deserves the kind of action and coverage that Eliza Fletcher has had. We also know that that is not what actually happens. So this is our shameful exploitation of covering Eliza's case while also covering some missing indigenous children, teenagers. So we're going to talk about them. You're going to see a real stark difference between the information that I have on these cases versus Eliza Fletcher, because I literally just have missing posters. That's it. There are no news articles. There are no helicopters. There's no nothing looking for these young women. Um, And that's why we're covering on this, because we know that many of you will watch or listen because of Eliza's case. And who knows if something might spark a memory. Yep. So let's start with Chaz Nanny Kasim. 
Chaz is uh, from Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. Chaz is 14, female, uh, has been missing since the 18th of July of this year. Hmm. And that is literally all we know. Oh, gosh. But please take a look at Chaz. I'm showing, uh, if you're not on the video, please come join us um, either over on uh, YouTube or in our um, True Crime Squad podcast discussion group on Facebook. I will be posting all of these missing posters there so that um, you can take a look at the faces that we are posting. All right. Let's talk about Alora Wilkerson Carlson. Alora was last seen in San Bernardino, uh, California, on Sunday, August 28th of 2022. Alora is 16, female, 5 foot 2 and 120 pounds, currently has brown hair um, or has been known to be blue or different colors, brown eyes, wear, last seen wearing ripped jeans, white Air Forces and a black McLovin t-shirt. And so, of course, um, you can contact your local police if you know anything about Alora Wilkinson Carlson, Wilkerson Carlson. And let's talk about Maylinda Knowles. Maylinda Knowles has been missing since July 14th of this year from Downey, California. She was born March 10th of 2006. She's 16, female. Uh, her race is American Indian. She has black hair. Brown eyes. She's 5'1 and has weighs 130 pounds. This is all we have on Maylind and Knowles, guys. So come take a look. And let's do another one here. This is Anna Songbird Faith Galloway. She is missing from Fort Hall, Idaho, which is about Power 25 miles from where I live. Yeah. Uh, she's been missing since August 2nd. 7th of 2022. She is 15 female, Native American. She's four foot 10, weighs 135 pounds, has brown to reddish hair and brown eyes. Again, this is all we know about this Anna. This is also the first I have seen of this case. Yes, me too. Have not seen anything about this young lady. She's been missing for almost a month in our area. Had not heard this at all until I went looking. I also take exception on posters like this that say missing slash runaway of children. Yes, me too. Because I don't care if she was a runaway or you're deeming her as a runaway. That could mean a lot of things. Yes. It and also this, doesn't necessarily mean she's a runaway. No. What it means is she's a child who is in danger. She is mm -hmm. 15 years old. Yep. And we know... That when teenagers run away, their chances of ending up in human sex trafficking are extremely high. Right. And we also either... know that when we deem them runaways, they could easily be kidnapping victims from yeah. a phishing scam. Just... Yep. From some kind of. Brushed under the carpet. Yeah. Well, girls this age sometimes get scammed on the internet and catfished and take off for what they think is a good thing that isn't. And so on and so forth. I hate how the term runaway suddenly lowers the bar. Yes, Every time like, you see that. Oh, this is just a rotten teenager getting in trouble. Yeah. She's a child. Whatever she's running yeah. to, she has no way of knowing if she is safe or keeping herself safe. So we will keeping, be keeping a very close eye on the Anna Galloway case, considering it is local to us. 
Yeah. As well as all of these others. All right. Well, I have a few more, but I think, Katie, I'm going to kick the mic back to you right now for our missing person spotlight of Eliza Fletcher. You bet. All righty. Well, of course, as you know, Eliza Fletcher is missing. Eliza Fletcher is a mother of two. She's a pre-K teacher. And she went jogging early, early in the morning, 4.30 in the morning in Memphis a few days ago. Yeah. I don't, I I don't see the outsides of my eyes at that time. No. (laughs) But, uh, But this is how she, this was her normal routine to get up really early and jog and take care of herself before it was time to, you know, wake up her little children and take care of them and go to work and, you know, live her normal life. Well, on that day, she didn't come home. She didn't come home from jogging. And normally she would have been home (coughs) around 5.30-ish, 6-ish at the latest, but she didn't. And her husband waited and waited and finally called the police, of course. Mm-hmm. This was, of course, on September 2nd. So he called the police somewhere around 7.30, 7.45 on that morning. And the police sprang to action. A couple of things to know about Eliza. Uh, mostly, uh, you know, that she is not someone who would take off from her life or do anything rash. She also is the heiress to a billionaire's fortune. Her grandfather owned... Uh, I believe, a hardware company, a hardware Mm -hmm. supply company, and her family is exorbitantly rich. So at first, a lot of people thought maybe this was some kind of, uh, you know, kidnapping or ransom. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, as far as we know, no ransom has come in. Right. Uh, The police immediately started searching, and it didn't take them long to find a couple of things that were really suspect. Her phone smashed to pieces, her water bottle, and a pair of men's champion slides. So they took those slides and they did DNA. Now, this really is interesting to me because we've been told for a long time that running DNA is not like you see on TV where it goes straight to a crime lab and they run DNA and they have an answer in 10 minutes, right? Well, in this case, it was. Yeah. They had the DNA in no time. And they linked it up to a man named Cleotha Abston. And we'll tell you more about Cleotha here in a few minutes. But uh, they also were able to get a partial plate off of the CCTV. There's not a lot. The CCTV, you'll see a lot of uh, sites right now advertising that they have it. They don't. There's a few still images. Uh, Of course, this is one of them on the right of her jogging, what Mm -hmm. she was wearing. Uh, But there was also a partial from the vehicle. The vehicle was a dark SUV. It turned out to be a Traverse. Mm -hmm. But I guess the license plate was uh, uh, conspicuous. And so it gave the police a few things to go on. So, of course, they started their investigation, and it didn't take them long to have Cleotha's name. And then they worked on hunting him down. In the meantime, someone who worked at McDonald's called the police and said that they had just 
thrown away some stuff, and discovered some clothes in the dumpster that looked a whole lot like the missing woman's. Yeah. So, on Saturday night, that McDonald's became a crime scene. At least their parking lot and that dumpster. And that whole area was closed down. The police and the FBI were present, searching the dumpster, searching the area, and knocking on doors, asking everyone in that area if they have outside surveillance, if they have a ring camera doorbell, and to please share their footage with them. Um, And they continued to search right in that area and then a wooded area. Yesterday, they were out searching with dogs all the way around that area Mm -hmm. and some wooded places as well. And, of course, an arrest was made. So we know that they arrested Cleotha Abstin. We know that they have set his bond at $500,000, which... Uh, is very upsetting to people in Memphis because they feel like there should be no bond until there's some kind of picture of where Eliza is. Right. There's a couple of things in the arrest affidavit that are really concerning. Here's two lines that are at the very end of it that I think uh, say a lot. As the abduction was violent, as captured on video, the suspect waiting for, then rushing towards the victim, then forcing the victim into the vehicle where she was confined and removed and continues to be missing. It is believed and supported by the facts and physical evidence that she suffered a serious injury. Further, it is probable and apparent from witness statements that these injuries left evidence, blood, in the vehicle that the defendant cleaned. Mm-hmm. That's really concerning. Well, one of his charges is tampering with evidence. Yes. So he had ended up at his brother Mario's that day. The day of the uh, the kidnapping. And his brother said that he was acting very weird. He said that he took all of his clothes and put them in the sink and scrubbed them down. And that he spent a lot of time scrubbing out his vehicle. The police, of course, now have this vehicle. And as you know, blood is really hard to get completely rid of. Yeah. And they clearly have a fair amount of evidence here to charge him with. And yet still no Eliza, which is very alarming at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, some things we know about Cleotha. He was arrested a little more than a decade ago. For kidnapping. Right. He kidnapped an attorney with the help of a 12-year-old accomplice that he roped into this bullshit deal. Well, wasn't he only like 15 or 16 when he he was 16? Mm -hmm. They were just young teenagers. Yeah, he was just 16. And they forced an attorney into into their trunk and drove around with him for two hours, forced him to get out of the car at an ATM to withdraw money. And at that point, the attorney screamed for help and got loose. Cleotha was sentenced to prison uh, for 15 years, but he got out quite early, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. because he's out doing the same shit, it looks like, or something similar. Uh, a weird coincidence with the attorney. 
the attorney worked in the same law office as Eliza's cousin, or, uh, uncle. 